people who live together and like it. As we look in on the Coopers this morning, George is still upstairs getting dressed. And Liz is in the kitchen talking to Katie, the maid. Oh, Katie, I'm so excited. You know that big benefit we do for the Red Cross next week? Yes. Well, George and I are putting on an act. We're representing my club. But Mr. Cooper hates everything about your club. Didn't he put up an awful squawk? He didn't say a word. And I've got everything set except one tiny detail. And what's that? I haven't told him yet. Around when you tell him, it strikes me when he gets angry. Oh, now, Katie, George has perfect control of himself these days. He doesn't say a word when he gets mad. He just sits there and turns different colors. That's what I mean. He looks like a rainbow. Yes, and lately he's getting the pot to go with it. <laughs> hey, pretty long coming here. Oh, I'm coming, Queen Well. How is my wonderful husband this morning? Give me a kiss. Mm. Mm. Oh, George, you're so handsome and clever and, and charming and cuddly. All right. What do you want this time? Nothing. I just love you, that's all. Hold me tight. Okay. Tight it. Tight it. Tight it. Oh, but it is. Go on. Pretend I'm an old tunnel and cave my sides in. Annie, what are you up to? If you think I have an ulterior motive, I don't even want to talk to you. Oh, honey. I merely wanted your advice about the Red Cross review next week. Oh, what's your problem? Well, one of the members of my club volunteered to do an act with her husband. That ought to be nauseating. Hmm. Well, this member is in an awful fix, George. She volunteered without telling her husband about it. He did? <laughs> <laughs> you mean he doesn't know anything about it? No. <laughs> oh, brother. <laughs> I'd like to be there when the poor sucker finds out. <laughs> you will. Uh, I don't see what's so bad about it. All you do if it was your wife, George. I'd give her a good swift kick in the pants. You wouldn't. <laughs> oh, just think of that poor devil having to get up and make a fool of himself. <laughs> Who is it, Liz? <laughs> you. You're a man of your word. <laughs> Are you kidding, Liz? You, you didn't really mean that, did you? Wait till I get out of range. Yes, George, I did. But why? You know, if there's one thing I hate more than that club of yours, it's amateur theatricals. But it's for the Red Cross, George, and you know the wonderful work they do helping disaster victims and, and promoting health and safety. Yeah, I know, dear, and we'll give them a big contribution, just as everyone should, but I refuse to get up there and look silly. Oh! Right, he won't get you any place. But you wouldn't look silly, George. You're so smart and so clever. I'll leave that stuff to the idiots who put on ladies' hats at parties. Look at all the stage experience you've had. What about the musicals you did at college? You had the lead in the senior show, didn't you? Well, I sang a few numbers. Oh, I'll never forget it. There you were in your green and white blazer and your straw hats and boom. Liz, you're tricky. Please, George, Dolphin made a comeback. Why not you? Boola, boola, boo. No, Liz, I'm not going to do it. Well, you just don't remember how great you were, George. No. <laughs> and you tried that already. Uh, oh, I forgot. <laughs> well, all right for you, George Cooper. 
Did you send for me, Mr. Atterbury? Yes, yes, Trooper. Come in, come in, boy. Uh, how long have you been with the bank, Trooper? Uh, Fourteen years. And you worked all the way up to fifth vice president. Remarkable. Well, George, I have a job that's worthy of you, boy. Yeah, what, sir? You're going to represent the bank in a large public relations project, boy. Oh, boy. Are you making fun of me? Uh, no. Oh. Well, uh, there's a big review being given for the Red Cross next week. But I thought you and Liz could work up a little song and dance routine. Oh, Mr. Atterbury, I, I, I simply can't. Super boy. <laughs> well, why did you choose me anyway? Because you have talent. You're a natural boy. Why, the other night at Anderson's party, you were a scream the way you wore those ladies' hats. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Mr. Atterbury, I'm sorry. I, I just can't do it. You'll do it or I'll bust you to six, Vice President. You wouldn't. Wouldn't I? I'll bust you to office, boy. Office boy! <laughs> but the sixth Vice President is the office boy. <laughs> I'll give you three. One, two... All right, Mr. Atterbury, you talk me in. Good boy, boy. That's right. I'm sorry, but that's the way it has to be. Goodbye. Well, that's it, Katie. I told my club we couldn't do the act. Isn't there some way you can change Mr. Cooper's mind? Nope. I gave him a kiss that lasted ten minutes, and he still said no. Well, maybe a real good dinner will do the trick. Katie, if the heavy artillery didn't work, what good's the cap pistol? <laughs> oh, when George Cooper says no, he means it. There's no business like no business like no business I know. Hiya, Liz. How you been? <laughs> Out of the old pipe sound, huh? Well, I could stand the little drain, <laughs> What's the matter with you, George? Nothing, honey. I've just been thinking. You were right this morning when you said we could all pitch in and help out the Red Cross. You mean you'll do the act with me? Yes, sir. And I've even worked out a wonderful act for us. Starring you, of course. Oh, well, we could both be in it equally. Oh, no. Listen, I'm no fool. You're the one they look at, the good-looking girl. Oh, thanks, but I think that we now, should... Now, here, I, I've got it all written down, please. Uh -huh. uh, we'll open with a song. Mm -hmm. Then what the strings of my heart. Oh, I love this number. Good. Uh, now, come over to the piano and let's see how our voices sound together. Mm -hmm. uh, you sing the part that's underlined. Okay. Dear, when you smiled at me, I heard a melody. It haunted me from the start. Something inside of me started a symphony. Then went the trip. I still recall as well. I guess I always will. I hope we'll never depart. Still with your lips to mine, I'll have to be divine. Then Wait a minute, wait a minute. Hold it, Frankie boy. What's the matter? I lost my place. <laughs> this is a great part you gave me. Do you think my voice will hold up? But baby, don't you see? You're the star of this song. I am? It means nothing without you. Is that it? Of course not. Now, we never know how the strings of my heart go until you tell it. Then we know they zing. And the whole thing zings, if you ask me. <laughs> All right, we'll get another opening song. 
In the meantime, uh, let's work on this boss comedy material I prepared. All right, let's hear this boss comedy material. Okay. Now, after one chorus of the song, I click this little clicker. What? Click my clicker like this. Oh. And, and we stop. I say, hiya, Liz. And you come right back with, hiya, George. Eh? Well, now, there's a clever opening. Oh, Liz. All right. Hiya, George. Hmm. Then after I wait for a laugh, what do I say? Here's a joke. Hiya, Liz. Hiya, George. You know what Tramp came up to me and said he hadn't had a bite in days. What did you do? I did it. Uh-huh. Uh, did you hear about... No, no, no. No, that's mine. Oh. <clears throat> uh, did you hear about the big fire down at the shoe factory? What happened? Two hundred souls were lost. <laughs> well, at least there'll be one person laughing at it. Uh, you know, there are two things I No, can't... no, 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 that's my line. Oh. <clears throat> you know, there are two things I can't... Wait a minute, wait a minute, brother. You tell all the jokes so far I haven't had a thing to say. I'm Liz Cooper, not Harpo Mark. Now, dear, every comedian has to have a straightener. Well, couldn't I be just a little crooked now and then? But the straight man is the backbone of the comedy team. After all, what would Amos do without Andy? What would Lum do without Abby? They could form a new team, Lum and Amos. <laughs> oh, well, how will it look, George? After all, we're representing my club. Well, uh, Liz, I, I want to speak to you about that. Uh, Mr. Atterbury called me in today and, uh, well, he, he wanted us to represent the bank. Oh! When I want to do it, it's a lot of silly nonsense. When Atterbury wants you to do it, there's no business like show business. Oh, now, Liz, don't be like that. Remember, the show must go on. Well, it can go on without me. But I need a partner. What can I do? Get Edgar Bergen to help you even work sitting down. <laughs> All right. If you're going to be that way, I'll just have to get one of the girls down at the bank to be my partner. Oh, go ahead. I've seen those girls down at the bank. There isn't a woman there who has one zing left in her. Go ahead, I dare you. Let me get the door, Katie. It's George's new song and dance partner. I want to take a look at the old fuddy-duddy. All right, Mrs. Keith. Yes? Hello there. I'm Miss Williams. The dance sent me out. This is Sweet Wonder One Bundy, isn't it? Sorry, wrong number. Goodbye. I guess not. This is the address they gave me. Doesn't Mr. Cooper live here? Well, he lives here, but you just missed him. He, he left on a trip to South America. He's here? How odd. Yes, well, goodbye. Well, hello, Miss Williams. Come on in. Why, Mr. Cooper? I thought you were in South... George, welcome home! What? I only went out to put the car in the garage. Well, you said he went to South America. Well, I always get confused. Our car is a real... <laughs> I was supposed to be here tonight, wasn't I, Mr. Cooper? Why, certainly. Uh, come inside where we can be alone and uh, we'll start rehearsing. Anything you say, Mr. Cooper. Oh, why don't you call me Joe? Mrs. Cooper, did you see the old fuddy daddy? Oh, Katie. Oh, what's the matter? I made a terrible mistake, Katie. Her fuddy isn't daddy at all. They've been in there an hour together. Aren't you worried about your husband? Why, Katie, certainly not. Well, don't you wonder what they're doing? Katie, I want you to know I trust my husband implicitly. And why are you 
standing on that chair and kicking in the tantrum. I'm not kicking in the tantrum. I'm dusting. Katie, why do you suppose they're so quiet in there? I don't know. How are they telling those jokes by sign language? If they just make some noise, anything, I'd feel better. <laughs> Do you feel better? <laughs> oh, George knows I'm out here, and he's just doing that for my benefit. I know him. Actually, Katie, he's miserable. <laughs> Listen to him laughing through his tears. <laughs> Well, I, I think I'll just open the door. A pinky crack just to give him some air. All right, Miss Williams. Uh, now that you've memorized it, try that straight Oh, you're so happy. Take me in your arms and kiss me. I'm going in there, Katie. Hand me that bowl of soup. But, but he said it was just a straight line. Well, that straight line sounds like the shortest distance between two points. This I gotta see. Oh, that's good, Miss Williams. Now, I take you in my arms, bend you backwards and kiss you. Now, try that line again. Take me in your arms and kiss me. My Anybody God. want an apple? Uh, no, thanks, Blair. Go ahead. Take me in your arms and kiss me. My Do God. you want an apple, Miss Williams? No, thanks. Look, Ed, we're trying to rehearse. Well, I thought you might be hungry. Uh, wouldn't you like a piece of garlic or something? Uh, you can stay here and watch if you want, but we are not hungry. Understand? Yes, sir. Take me in your arms and kiss me. My God. Cigar, cigarette, smoke, anyone? Liz. Cigar, Miss Williams? Now stop that, Liz. What are you trying to do? I think we'd better eliminate the kiss, Mr. Cooper. Mrs. Cooper's a little jealous. Me? Jealous? Ha! I'm just trying to protect him. The last time he kissed a girl on stage, he got hurt. Hurt? Yes, his glasses got cleaned up and he fell in the orchestra pit. <laughs> Liz, you're, you're being silly, but if you want us to take this kissing bit out of the act, well, we'll just... Whatever gave you that idea? Please, George, you don't really think I'm jealous. Well, you, you seem to... Why should I care if you want to get up there and kiss an older woman? Now, wait a minute. You don't have to get nasty with me, Mrs. Cooper. I'm not going to steal your son away. <laughs> Poor man's Marjorie Maine. Start anything and I'll block your eyes and match your hair. My hair is red. I'm talking about the roots. <laughs> now stop it. Stop it. Both it. Liz, you ought to be ashamed of yourself. Miss Williams is a guest in our house. Well, I offered her an apple and a cigar. <laughs> well, I better be leaving. I must say, I never saw anyone so jealous. I'm surprised you let your husband go to work, Mrs. Cooper. How do you keep the secretary from sitting on his lap? I shop in his knees every morning. Goodbye. Who's that handsome man in the living room? Well, Katie, I made such a fool of myself last night that I decided to fight fire with fire. That handsome man in the living room would set fire to anyone. <laughs> well, his name is Jerry Moore, and I'm going to rehearse a love scene with him. And when George sees us, he'll be so jealous he'll get rid of Miss Williams and ask me to do his act with him. I hope you're right. Oh, I know George. Now, you see. Um, good luck to you. George! Hmm? Hey, yes, sir. I've decided to be in the review after all. 
uh, Carl, Carl, dark, handsome man is going to do a, a passionate love scene with me. Good. A real passionate love scene. No, that's fine. Now, George, don't lose your temper. <laughs> what? Oh, you're so jealous. Do you mind if we rehearse in here? Well, I don't care where you rehearse. Temper, temper. Come in, George. George, this is Gerald Moore. Jerry! George, how are you? My God, I haven't seen you in a long time. You know each other? Know each other? We were fraternity brothers. Well, deem off my raccoon coat. <laughs> if you're ready, Jerry, let's start the scene. Yeah, uh, I'll sit over here out of the way. Don't mind him. He's insanely jealous. Mm. Go right in. Oh, my darling. I love you. I love you, too. Kiss me. Yes. Yes, I'll kiss me. On the eyes. On the mouth. On the throat. This is the moment I've dreamed of. When our hearts meet, and our souls meet, bless your mind. All mine. I think he's running a butcher shop. <laughs> oh, my beloved. Let me melt into your arms. Did you ever buy anything from him? Once. Come to me, darling. Darling, every fiber of my being is tingling with ecstasy. I love you. A pound of liver. Oh. What's the matter, Mrs. Cooper? Oh, nothing. Nothing at all. What do you think you're holding? Bill Anderson or a pound of liver? Oh, I'm sorry. Let, let's try it again. Oh, huh? forget it. No, I, I think you ought to do the act, Liz. It's very funny. Funny? Sure. Well, he's right, Mrs. Cooper. It'll get a million laughs. <laughs> it's the funniest thing I've seen in years. Everybody, George doesn't know it, Katie, but I'm going to be his partner, and you watch and see who gets the laugh. Oh, wait a minute. Uh, <clears throat> pardon me, what act is on the stage now? Evelyn and her magic kazoo. Oh. <laughs> Next is George Cooper and Marilyn Williams. Oh, thank you. Oh, there's Miss Williams now. What are you going to do about her? Just what? Oh, uh, Miss Williams, George wants to see you. Oh, really? Where is he? Oh, right in the second room. Oh. What is it, Mrs. Cooper? Oh, that'll take care of you for a while. Oh. Bye, Mrs. Cooper, you locked her in the dressing room. Yeah, ain't I a stinker? <laughs> now, where's George? Oh, there he is in the wings. Hi, George. Hi, Liz. Uh, you haven't seen Miss Williams, have you? Liz, what are you doing in that costume? Well, Miss Williams asked me to tell you she couldn't make it, George. I'm going to take her place. No, you, you can't do it. You, you don't even know what the routine is. Yes, I do. I've been listening to your rehearsal. You're not, Cooper. Oh, Liz, are you sure you know what to say? Yes. Now, yes. remember, I say the first line, yeah. and then you answer me, yeah. and then I give the joke. George, you're going to be surprised at the way I say my line. Come on, Cooper, come on. We're waiting. Well, I guess there's nothing else to do. That's our introduction. Here we go. Okay. You wore a tulip, but we got a tulip, and I wore a big red rose. 
George. Hi, Liz. You know, a tramp came up to me and said he hadn't had a bite in days. What'd you do, bite him? I bet... Say, Liz, did you hear about the big fire at the shoe factory? I bet some heels started it. No, Liz, you're supposed to say what happened. Huh? What happened? 200 souls were lost. Oh. You made my theory when you called me theory. Was down by the blue grass rose. Well, go ahead, Mr. Bones. I'm taking no chances with you this time. I'm telling a joke you never heard of before. I know a girl who's so dumb she thinks the football coach has four wheels. <laughs> How many wheels does it have? <laughs> favorite husband has been presented through the worldwide facilities of the United States Armed Forces Radio and Television Service. <laughs>